We hope you enjoy this message from Pastor Will Levy, recorded at Equipus Church, Dunedin. For more information, please visit equipuschurch.com. Right, well, we're going to get into the message this morning, and I pray we can get through this quickly, Um, because I prepared a normal length message, but that's all right. I love praying with families. I think that's who we are as a church. We, you know, we're always about the Word of God. Don't get me wrong. We're about believing and growing forward in the Word of God, but we're also about championing one another and believing for one another. Hebrews chapter 10, verses 24 and 25. Let us not neglect meeting together, but to spur one another on. Let us encourage one another as we see the day of the Lord approaching. And so we'll always create time where we can encourage, where we can pray, and where we can bless anyone and everyone in our world. Amen? Amen. Who's awake this morning? How was last week? All Out Sunday in the Teachers College. It's great to really believe for something bigger and something more uh, in Jesus Christ. It's great this, this morning, even we can look around, there's, there's obviously uh, some seats that are available, but you know, it's a long weekend and I know there's about 30 people away that I just know of who have just communicated with me. And I'm like, oh, I was sort of coming in this morning going, oh, this is going to be fun. And, and uh, just sharing that this morning with us. Like, but I look out and I just see, man, isn't church just full of beautiful people wanting to worship and praise Jesus? And so welcome this morning. If you're visiting with family, it's so great to have you with us. If you're from another church, it's great. Thank you for fellowshipping and worshipping with us this morning. And we pray God's blessing over the church that you go to as well. We truly do believe in the church of Jesus Christ in Dunedin City, in the South Island, in our nation of the world. Amen. Amen. Well, this morning uh, I'm talking about a word that has uh, not been provoked by this week. But this week has been a week of interesting uh, results. And I'm not talking, I'm not going to be talking about a political message this morning. But uh, how that, no, anyway. (laughs) Anyway, anyway. But the, the, the title of the message this morning, before any of that stuff happened, was Authority. It's one of the, it's, it's the A word that no one really likes. Like who, who really likes coming under authority? Put your hand down, you do not. No one really likes being told what to do. But, uh, I, and, but this morning I want to talk about authority because next week I want to start a series which is uh, the name of Jesus. I don't know how long the series is going to go for, but I do know that we've got to start a series on the name of Jesus. But we've got to do a, a, a prelude to it because uh, the name of Jesus is the name that carries the authority. There's no other name in the world that carries the authority like the name of Jesus. Like I like the name Robert, Nico Robert. It's a great name, Robert. Matt Robert Bruce. Matt Robert, he's not here this morning. We'll tell him off later. That's okay. No, he's allowed to have holidays. But I like the name Robert because William Robert. So it's a little bit of a favourite. But you know what? That name's not really going to achieve a lot. I don't have that much authority in my life. Maybe I do a little bit at home, but not really. If you watch my kids, they look at me and like, what are you talking about? Anyway, let's... 
not bring my parenting frustrations into the church this morning. I love my kids. They're amazing. But the name of Jesus is the name that carries authority. And we need to understand what authority is. Because if we don't under, actually understand what authority is, then, then we can miss the very points and the very commission that Jesus Christ has given to us as a church. Amen. And so I want to talk about this this morning. Um, as you know, and we do need to pray for our government. You know, they're the, they in authority now. Well, they're going to be in authority. They're going to they're steer and guide the, the country the way that they believe and they, they feel that they need to guide it. So we need to pray for it. We need to believe for them. We need to believe for our country. But, you know, in the dictionary, because always, you know, when you're figuring out words and I like going to the dictionary, I, I looked up authority and because uh, I just wanted to, See what it would say, say, and it says this the power to determine, adjudicate, or otherwise uh, settle issues or doubts, jurisdiction, uh, the right to control, command, or determine. I mean, all of that stuff is good, but I, I like the word jurisdiction. Like when, 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 uh, when people come to my house. If I ask them to take their shoes off at the door, they normally would do it. Why? Because I've got jurisdiction over my house. Who's got jurisdiction over their flat? This is going to be awkward. People flatting with five people. Wait, put your hand down. I'm the one. No, we've got different people fighting for authority. But, uh, you know, authority is one of those things that, that really does, when you know the jurisdiction when you know the authority that you have, you can say things quite happily. And, and, and so this morning, I want to talk about that. If I was to say to you, or ask you a question, uh, name one thing or one person or, or one, um, one uh, company, one organisation that has authority, what would you say? You don't have to tell me back, but there's my answer to that question was the police. Who knows that the police have authority? They've been trained in, in the law of the land and they now then go and outwork. They have the authority to outwork the law of the land. Who believes that's a good thing? You should all put your hand up right now because they're there to keep us safe. We'll see that soon. And but I've, I've had, let's say, an, a run-in with the authorities of the land. I don't know if ever you did, but when I found out that when you're 16, you're legally an adult and you come under different authorities of the land. Some of you may know this and please, please, I have repented and I've run to Jesus. So don't judge me on this. I'm just sharing this as a story this morning. And so, but uh, when I was 16, I just turned 16. And me and a friend were mischievous. We were mucking around a little bit. We were walking uh, a distance, say, something like South Dunedin, St. Clair to North Dunedin. And uh, we thought there's faster ways to get there by walking. And so we borrowed someone's car without them knowing it. Someone, some may say that's called stealing. Well, okay, we stole someone's car. And uh, we went for a joyride. And in the end, we ended up crashing the vehicle. And uh, I didn't drive. I was just a passenger in all of this. 
and uh, and uh, it was actually amazing. God was in the whole lot. I don't have time to tell the whole story. But, God, uh, but we crashed the car. A tree stopped us from rolling down a bank about 150 metres. It was amazing. Anyway, but and we got out and we started walking back to where we lived and suddenly a police vehicle rolled up right next to us and people ran, jumped into the bushes and I stood there. I was like, hey, can you give us a ride? <laughs> See, my, I, my age was 16. My thinking maturity level was like four. But anyway, and so in the end, long story short, I got charged and convicted to part of, well, I, I don't know, not quite stealing a vehicle, but accessory, I guess. I don't know the technical term, but I had my photo taken. I had my fingerprints done, and uh, my mum had to come and get me. I'm like, I'm an adult now. Why do you have to tell my mum? But anyway, but I had to come under the authority of the land because stealing someone's car is not right. Just in case you didn't know that. Let me tell you from experience, it's not right. But we, we come under the authority, why? Because it protects us. And this morning, in the, in the short few minutes that we have, I want to talk five things about authority because we've got to get authority in our spirit. We've got to know who we are in Jesus Christ. We've got to know what He's set us free in our lives. Amen? You can talk back to me this morning or help me preach faster. And uh, it'll be good. Number one, grab your Bibles and go to Romans chapter 13, verse 1. Romans chapter 13, verses 1 through to 5. And it says, the first point that I have for you in a minute is this. Uh, God gives authority. Let's read this out together. I'm going to read it out of my Bible because I've marked it. I was clever. All right. Everyone must submit to governing authorities. For all authority comes from God, and those in positions of authority have been placed there by God. So anyone who rebels against authority is rebelling against what God has instituted, and they will be punished. It sounds harsh, doesn't it? But it's true. It's the Word of God. For the authorities do not strike fear in people who are doing right, but in those who are doing wrong. It sounds fair to me. Would you like to live without fear or the, uh, of the authorities? Do what is right and they will honour you. The authorities are God's servants sent for you, your good. But if you are doing wrong, of course you should be afraid for they have the power to punish you. They are God's servants sent for you and uh, for the very purpose of punishing those who do what is wrong. So you must submit to them, not only to avoid punishment, but also to keep a clear conscience. How's that? That sounds like a great Sunday morning piece of Scripture right there to read out, isn't it? So I've got to to come underneath authority. Someone's got to rule over me. But here's the thing. God puts authorities or authorities into our lives. Why? Because they're there to serve. They're there to protect us. Now, that's a good thing. I love the police in this country because they are there to serve. And if we use the, uh, the whole US thing, serve and protect. But you know, we've got to learn how to live under the authority of the law of the land. But also we've got to learn how to live under the authority of God. Because God has put the authorities there for us to be safe, us to learn from. But God is also the one that gives authority. 
He's the one that says, you know what? I'm going to choose this person, this person, this person. I'm going to anoint them. You might sound, well, 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 where's God in the government right now? God's in the government. I can tell you right now, God is in the government. God's going to outwork His plan somehow, somewhere. God's in it. So this morning, I want to tell you that God is the one that gives authority. God is the one that gives authority. And so He's the one there not to strike fear into people. Sometimes we think authority is there to bring to strike fear. It's not a, to strike fear into us. The authorities are, are God's servants sent for our good. It's sent for our good this morning. So we've got to know that authorities are good, but God gives the authority. Um, Psalm 8, verses 5 to 7. Let's go there this morning. Turn your Bibles, scroll in your Bibles, whatever you need to do. A lot of us know this psalm because we, we read out the early part of this psalm, which talks about how praise silences the enemy. But let's read from verses 5 to 7. It says, Yet you made them only a little lower than God. This is talking about man. Well, God, in some translations will say, Yet you made them only a little lower than the angels and crowned them with the glory and honour. You gave them charge of everything you made, putting all things under their authority. Not under God's authority, under their authority. God gave Adam authority. In the beginning, it doesn't say this, God created the heavens and the earth, but God gave man authority over everything. He says, you will have dominion over this. You will have dominion over that. I'm giving you the authority to rule your life and rule over um, all the, the things of, of, of the earth, all the birds and the flowers. God has given us authority. And so the first point, real quick, God has given us authority. Amen? All right, moving on. The problem we have, though, is point number two is sin destroys authority. Not Aligning ourselves to the authorities destroys authority in our life. Proverbs chapter 29 verse 2 says this, When the godly are in authority, the people rejoice. But when the wicked are in power, they groan. Um, Proverbs chapter 29 19 says this, When the wicked are in authority, sin flourishes. But the godly will live to see their um, downfall. Praise God for that. Because we've won. Amen. But here's the thing. Sin destroys authority. We lose when we don't come under the authority of God. When we don't align ourselves in the authority, we step outside of that authority. And so we lose authority that God has given us. I want to say this morning, if there's areas in your life that you're choosing not to humble yourself and you're choosing not to align with the Word of God, you're stepping out of the authority of God in your life. That's why people come to me and they, they say, oh, I'm having financial issues. I'm like, well, do you, do you align yourself with the Word of God? Is there a tithe? Do you bring the tithe into the storehouse? Do you honour God with this? Well, well, no. What are you doing? You're stepping outside the authority of God. I'm really, I'm finding it really, really hard to just get past this issue and all that. I'm like, well, have you, have you asked God to help you forgive that person? Well, I don't want to. What are you doing? You're, you're stepping out of the authority. That's why there's no authority right now. 
You're not choosing to come under the authority of God. Or, or, or any other issues. Well, I'm having trouble with this. Well, have you read the Bible and asked God to help you with it? Well, yeah, I have, but I don't really like what he says. So then there's no authority because disobedience is sin. So sin destroys authority. And so we step out of the authority that God has placed us in. But God's the one that gives authority. See, Adam had all the authority. And they, they, he, all, all, all God says is just don't eat that. Don't eat the fruit from that tree. Okay. Hum, hum, hum. They stepped out of the authority. No longer could they just tend, the, no longer could they just look after the land. Now it's hard. It's hard work now because you're not living in the slipstream of God. Learning how to come under the authority and learning how to be in God's authority takes a humility, takes a humbler heart. And, and here's the thing. I can tell you there's times where I'm like this. I'm like that. I'm like this. And then when I'm like this, I'm like this. And I'm trying to get back. Really, only, only time that you will find a breakthrough is when you truly get on your knees and say, Lord, I need you. I don't, I don't I, even in my feelings, that person hurt me. Lord, I truly need you. I don't even though I feel like this, I'm gonna, I'm gonna humble myself, Lord. I'm gonna let it go. And you come back into the authority of God. We've got six minutes, 30 seconds, three points, an emotional wrap-up, people getting saved. Oh, did I say that out loud? So When we choose to come out from under God's authority, sin starts to flourish. Haven't you found that? Maybe you haven't. But there's an area of your life that you're just choosing not to acknowledge God in, and then suddenly there's another area. Suddenly there's another area. See, weeds only start off as a small little weed, and then they, then they take over the whole garden. Just come and have a look at my house. I have no authority over my garden. None whatsoever. If you've got an authority in gardening, please come around to my house. Labor weekend. No. <laughs> when we choose to come out from under God's authority, sin starts to flourish. God's the one that gives authority. God, let's step in and live in the authority of God. Proverbs chapter 1, verse 7 The fear of the Lord is the foundation of true knowledge, but fools uh, despise wisdom and discipline. See, authority really just comes from fearing God. Fearing God is pretty much, this is how I describe it, who do I think I am that I can step out of what God says? <laughs> That's the easiest way. You've got to be, I'm like, this is God. If God says something, I'm like, how do you do it? Uh, this is this because there, there's got to be a fear of God in our spirit. Not that we are afraid of God, but a reverent fear of God. This is God who created the world. This is God who loves us so much. This is God who has the best plan for us. I don't agree with that. I can do it my way. We're choosing not to live in the authority of God. Moving on real quick. Verse three. I oh know. Point three. 
Point three. Point two was sin destroys authority. Point one was God gives authority. Point three is Jesus took it back. Jesus took authority back. We lost authority when sin entered the world. But Jesus took it back. Jesus took it back. If you go to Matthew chapter 18, it's the Great Commission. I love this. Everyone, I I don't know about you, but the Great Commission is awesome. Matthew chapter 28, verse 18. But I was just reading it the other day and it made me just just look a little bit further and, and read into it just a little bit more and and here we go. It says this, and Jesus came to the, and told the disciples, I have been given all authority in heaven and on earth. I have been given all authority in heaven and on earth. And so one day I'm just thinking about this and, and Jesus is having a conversation with God the Father and he's like, and he's like, son, come here for a minute. Yes, dad. By the way, I've got all authority. I've also given some authority to Adam, but I've got all authority. Here you go, Jesus. I'm giving you the heavenly authority. I'm giving you the heavenly authority. He's like, thanks, Dad. I really need it for the job that you've called me to do. And he comes to earth. He knows by faith he's been given all authority. But Jesus in this moment, it says, it says in chapter 28, 18, it says, I've been given all authority in heaven and on earth. The problem is the authority that is on earth was Adam's. But Adam lost the authority because of sin. And Satan took that authority. Come on, this is the, I'm going to get you somewhere in a minute because we're going to go to Colossians. Adam had the authority, but when sin entered the world, Satan took that authority. But now we can see this in Colossians chapter 2, 13 to 15. It says, You were dead because of your sins, because your sinful nature was not yet cut away. The God, that God made you alive with Christ, for He forgave all our sins. He cancelled the record of charges. Praise the Lord. I don't. I have a conviction in, in, of stealing a vehicle. No, I don't, because he cancelled the charge. He cancelled that record. He cancelled that charge. A whole lot of other sins in there as well against us, and took it away by nailing it to the cross. In this way, he. This is the best part. Look at this. He disarmed the spiritual rulers and what authorities? Jesus disarmed the spiritual rulers and authorities. Let's finish it off. He shamed them publicly by his victory on the cross. Now that's my way of taking authority. I don't know about you, but Jesus is like, okay, thanks God. Three days, I'm just going to have a walk with Satan. Boo, I'm here. No, and, and it says this, he's like, he shamed him publicly. He's like, who do you think you are? Coming and tempting Adam. Coming and tempting Eve. Who do you think you are? Stand here and face the people right now. I don't know if, that, if Jesus got angry. But it says that he, he disarmed them and he shamed them publicly. He shamed Satan. Why? Because he knew the authority that he could. And by dying on the cross, he took back authority so that you and me can have it. This morning, we've got to understand the authority that God has given us. 
Jesus' death on the cross, how cruel, how, how, how beaten he was, how, what he went through to take back the authority that we lose through sin because he loves you and he loves me. We walk now in authority, you know, with song, as it is in heaven, so let it be. It can only be because Jesus now has authority. And Jesus says himself, I have been given all authority in heaven and on earth. Because why? He's disarmed Jesus. He, oh sorry, he disarmed Satan. He, he, he shamed him publicly. No longer can you do this to the people that I love. No longer can you do this and, and hold people back. Last point, real quick. I'm trying to race through this. He gives it back to us. I don't know if you've ever had a big brother. I don't know if you've ever lost something, had something pinched off you at school. You go and tell your big brother. He took that. What? Come here, you little turd. Sorry, that's what we called third formers. I'm showing my age. You ever had a big brother that's going to stand up for you? Or a big sister? I had a big sister. She was small, but she was big. Man, you would not want to, you do not want to go. She'll eat your life, right? <laughs> but Jesus stood up for us. He stood up for you. He stood up for me. He's like, no, no, no. I know the call that's on their life. I know the grace that I've put on their life. I know the anointing that I've placed on their life. I know what God has called them to do. Now, devil, I know you're trying to tempt them. I know that you're trying to pull them down. But guess what? You don't have authority over them anymore. I do. But the only way we get authority back, the only way that when we're living in this world of our world, our what we want to do, the only way that we can get it back is by stepping back into the authority of God through the cross of Jesus Christ and acknowledging Jesus as our Lord and Saviour and saying, Lord, I want to live for you. Lord, everything I am, everything that I am not, everything that is part of me, I want to live for you. Oh, Lord, I'm struggling with this, but Lord, I know you have authority in it. Can you help me with this? I humble myself to say, Lord, help me in this. That's how we step back into authority. You, you know, you might know those things before that I was talking about, just finances or forgiveness or hurt or whatever. You'd say, Lord, He knows the pain. He knows your situation. He knows what it is. But He wants to hear your faith and humility to say, you know what, God? I need you in this. He's given you back the authority. And so it's our choice whether we take it. It's our choice whether we honour it. I'd say that uh, it'd be a good idea if we did. <laughs> Why? Because, oh, this is going to get good. Let's go back to Romans chapter 13, verse 1. And now let's put yourself in a different place. The authorities are God's servants. Oh, here we go. Everyone must submit to governing authorities. Oh, that's good. It's good because I know what it's saying. 
Because you're an authority. In this scripture right now, put yourself, you are the authority. You're not under it, right? You're the authority. You can say, you know what, devil? You know what, devil? I'm the authority right now because I'm in Jesus. Jesus has given us the authority. Let's, why do we know that Jesus has given us authority? It says this, I've been given all authority in heaven and on earth in Matthew chapter 28, 18. Um, and therefore go and make disciples. He's commissioned us with the authority of God. So now we walk in the authority for all authority comes from God and those in the positions of authority have been placed there by God. So anyone who rebels against authority is rebelling against God. Who rebels against authority in your world? The, the devil does. So you can speak to him and say, you know what? No, God's given me authority. I'm going to walk in God's authority. I can overcome this area of temptation. I can overcome these thoughts. I can overcome this pain. I can overcome this whatever you're going through right now. Because why? Jesus has given me authority. He's commissioned me. Funny enough, I worked at the police college for a little while as the builder maintenance. Oh, we're out of time. I can't tell you stories. But uh, um, every... I think it was every about five or six months, there was a parade. There was a commissioning because they'd done their studies and the new recruits were going out to serve in, in the police force. They were being commissioned. Jesus has commissioned us with authority. You carry authority. You carry authority. So anyone who rebels against authority is rebelling against what God has instituted and they will be punished. Praise the Lord. The devil's not going to get away with the temptation he tries to put you through. He's not going to get away with the evil that he puts into this world. No, he's going to be punished. Why? Because we carry authority. For authorities do not strike fear in people who are doing right, but in those who are doing wrong. Would you like to live without fear of authorities? Do what is right, and they will honour you. Come on, let's live, in, let's live under the authority of God. Let's humble ourselves. Let's get the music team up. That'd be great. The Spirit of God lives in you. Greater is He that lives in you. You than he that lives in the world. That's talking about greater is the authority that lives in you than the authority that lives in the world. Overcome authorities, to overcome the devil, to overcome that those those the the, the pain or the hurt that is in your life. So I've found a lot of the time not to make everything spiritual, but when we're going through stuff, it's because the spirit is coming against you. I don't live in the fly high like an eagle and think everything's spiritual or whatever. But it's times when things are going against us to actually ask and pray and ask the Holy Spirit, what's coming against me? What spirit is coming against me? And take authority on it. Because when we loose, when we bind things in heaven, things are bound on earth. When we loose things on heaven, Things are loosed on earth. Why? Because we're taking authority. We're taking authority. Why? Because we can have authority. Because Jesus took the authority back, but then has commissioned us and given us authority. 
You know, we sang a song this morning, your last breath gave us life. He's king of all. Why? Because his, Jesus' obedience on the cross came under the authority of God. So when you come under authority, you then have authority. Did you get that? When you come under the authority of God, you then have the authority of God. So then you go and reproduce the authority of God out of your life. Take action. Believe. And so next week when we start talking about the name of Jesus, because it says when you pray in the name of Jesus, you can ask for anything. Well, I wouldn't want to set you up just in the name of Jesus. I wanted to set you up in the authority of God. And we can declare in the series coming up, it's the name of Jesus. See, there's been parents in this room who have been praying for sons and daughters. Come on, take authority. Take authority over the, the spirit that's coming against them. Take authority and believe. Why? Because Jesus has now given you the same authority. We can live and walk in the same authority. Matthew chapter 28, verses 19. Therefore go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Teach these new disciples what? To obey all the commandments I have given you. What's that saying? Teach these new disciples to come under my authority. It's not to just obey, but to come under the authority of God. Because when you come under it, then you can now have it. When you come under it, you can have it. Father, I thank you for every person in this room this morning. Why don't we all just stand up for a minute? We're going to finish in just a couple of minutes. Now that you've got authority, where are you going to take authority? That was the last point. Now take authority. Take authority in your life. Take authority for what you're believing God's placed in your life. If you're in authority, if you're in the will of God and you're out working and doing what He's calling you to do and you're saying, God, I want you to put a demand on the Word of God. Say, Lord, I'm in this. I'm doing this. Because there's areas that you're outside the will of God. Come on. Let's get in the will of God. Let's humble ourselves to know the authority of God because the commission of Jesus Christ is the greatest commission in the world. We're here not to live our lives and do Monday to Friday and, and do this and do that and buy a house, a dog and a budgie and a boat and a batch. No, our commission is to serve Jesus Christ with our entire life. Don't get me wrong. He likes the dog, the budgie, the boat and the batch. But as long as it's centered around the commission of Jesus Christ, let's have the, the viewpoint of God, the call of God on our life and the grace of God on our life. And let's live in the authority of God in our lives. Amen. Why? Because isn't there too many hurting people in this world? Isn't there too many people dying of cancer? Isn't there too many people broken marriages? Isn't there too many people where this happens. No, we've, we've been given authority. Because what, what do we say? The church is God's plan to display its God's rich variety. Blessings to the world that we live in. Can't you carry authority?
Thank you for listening to this message recorded at Equipus Church Dunedin. We pray it blessed you. For more information, please visit equipuschurch.com.